0: Welcome to Off The Cut, a podcast where we talk about building, making, and answering all of your questions. I'm Eric from Spenceley Design Co.
1: And I'm Zach from Zach Builds. If you have a question that you would like us to answer on air, you can send it to offthecutpodcast at gmail.com.
0: You can find both of us on YouTube, Instagram, and unfortunately, because we have to keep up with kids, you can find us on TikTok too. All
1: right, now let's get into the show.
0: You are now starting the best part of your week. And that's episode 35 of Off the Cut podcast. I ad-libbed that one. I was trying to change it up. It's a little weird. Felt a little robotic. But uh, why don't I just restart? Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Off the Cut podcast episode 35. We're up in Canada. Today is known as Tuesday, October 18th, 2022. But here in Ohio, today is respectfully dedicated to the food of the day this is actually a food this time. Okay. Chocolate cupcakes.
1: Oh. Mm, okay. Okay. Eh. Eh. How do you feel about cupcakes? Uh,
0: I'm not a big cake guy.
1: Yeah, you're not too big of a sweets guy in general. I always forget that. No. Uh, a cheesecake? A cheesecake, Cheesecake, yeah. Cheesecake's nice. Cheesecake cupcake might be kind of good. Somebody take note of that. Because all I ever get is like the, you know, like the vanilla cake or chocolate cake in this yeah I, i'm there for the icing with the cupcake like i could do you know what the you know the episode of seinfeld where they chop off the top of the muffins and they yeah. just sell those i could do that with cupcakes too
0: the muffin top thing or <laughs> yeah. whatever they call it yeah stumps or something stumps
1: yeah well they give the stumps yeah. to the homeless people and then they got in trouble
0: right right right
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: here's the thing i feel like after you're the age of I don't know. I'll be generous. 25. Mm-hmm. You should not be eating a grocery store bottom by five dozen cupcake.
1: I feel like you're attacking, it's you're attacking me right now.
0: <laughs> you're telling me that if you were going to eat a cupcake, that's the kind of <laughs> cupcake
1: you're going to go No, on. I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, it's, well, like those that does account for probably like 99 of the cupcakes i've ever ate in my entire life <laughs> but well yeah but i've never actually gone and bought them they're just kind of like you know you're at like a mixer or something like that or i don't i'm yeah. trying to think when cupcakes would come out my friend uh did the his the announcement of the gender of his child yeah, through yeah. cupcakes but he screwed with everybody so he baked 27 cupcakes let's say and 37 13 of them were blue and then 14 of them were pink so (laughs) so clever yeah you had to eat your whole way through it and then also there was like a conflict like somebody bit into their first cupcake and they're like oh it's a girl and then somebody bit into theirs, like it's a boy and then it was it was funny it it was a good little and then somebody's like they're twins (laughs) Yeah, yeah exactly
0: uh I feel like people wouldn't catch on to, like, what were you trying to do with
1: that? No, definitely not. There was a lot of confusion for, like, 20 minutes. And then I think somebody that. clued into the fact that there was an odd number of cupcakes. And we're like, oh, I guess we're going to have to eat them all.
0: It's a murder mystery party, <laughs> yeah,
1: basically. exactly. exactly. Huh. Uh, hey, Eric, do I sound yeah. particularly swishy to you today? Oh, I'm
0: just <laughs> saying you look like you've been breaking wind.
1: <laughs> I, uh, that is
0: a beautiful... Off the cut podcast right? windbreaker. That I got actually
1: really like it. It's uh it fits me pretty well. I was a little bit worried about sizing, because sizing is always a concern when yeah. you're ordering online and you can't uh you right. can't really test it out in the store. But I got a large, right. I'm like 6'2, so if anybody's looking for sizing information, there you go. It's a little bit baggy on me, but I think that's kind of the way it's meant to be. Yeah, I
0: think so. I mean it's a windbreaker. You're typically wearing it over something else. And, exactly. You know, get a little exactly. yeah. bit. Can we get a little bit of that for the mic? Oh, <laughs> that <pick> oh. Up. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Actually- well, you can pick those up and uh, down in the description at, or at my website, I think, because yeah. we don't have an off-the-coat website.
1: We do, but it's not really functional. I created it strictly for like a YouTube sponsorship. <laughs> And then I realized how much work it would be to keep it updated. I was like, oh, F this. And you're like after
0: this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Um, yeah.
1: Speaking of F this, I'm actually going to take the windbreaker off because I'm actually getting really hot.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Go for it. OK, <laughs> so you, see. you Ooh, tell the lovely people nice. what,
1: where they can send us mail or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So instead of ending the show, hitting people with calls to action, I'll tell you to do it now. The best way that you can help us grow the podcast. Is well, first you can sign up on Patreon and send us money. But the best way that you really can help us grow the podcast is just send it to a friend yeah. or post about it or something on social media. Yeah. There is no podcast algorithm. True. So if you don't share it,
1: grassroots, we don't grow. That's the only way to do it. It's it's right. yeah. It's like Eric and I can talk about it till we're blue in our face, and we do, but uh, it's tough because we're never gonna get outside of like whatever our current audience is, right? Yeah. So, and so,
0: like, if I, we've talked about this before, if I post a story and it's like, hey, off the cut podcast episode 33 just came out, and you know, a good story of mine, I have like a hundred and something thousand followers. If I get like six, seven thousand people see a story, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And if about five people click on a link, that's mind blowing.
1: Yeah. It's a big ask to ask people to like, You know, stop because most people, you know, they're scrolling through their stories. They're getting updates on all their favorite creators or what on their friends and their family or whatever it is. And to interrupt that, to go listen to a podcast, that's a pretty big ask. So I I don't like necessarily get mad at people for not clicking or anything like that. (laughs) No,
0: dude. I remember back in the day where you had to have 10,000 followers on Instagram before you could have that. The elusive swipe Swipe up. up.
1: Is uh is that not a thing? Can anybody just do link now? Oh yeah,
0: anybody can go for it. No? Oh okay, which uh, I was a little bummed about
1: that. Yeah, you know, I know I had to work hard to get that. Yeah, I worked hard for that 10k.
0: <sighs> and then you thought you're like, oh baby, here we go. I'm at like nine thousand nine hundred and something. Yeah. Once I get this swipe up link, yeah. Whoo. I'm gonna be just steamrolling cash, and then you're like, "Oh, nobody clicks on Uh, Oh,
1: nobody. Yeah, my favorite is when uh, a company wants to do an Instagram partnership with me, and they're like, "All stories must include swipe-up links." It's like, okay, like, Like, (laughs) excuse me, (laughs) they get all serious about it, like it's really gonna make a a big difference. Uh, it's funny. It drives me nuts.
0: Well, uh, (laughs) what what have you been working on recently?
1: Uh, I've been busy working on the house I'm building for a client. I'm yeah. I'm also in full edit mode on the QR code coffee table video. Yeah. So I've I've really been crunching down on that. I got a sponsor for that video, and they want it to be done. I still haven't signed the contract yet. We're still negotiating, but they want it done for October 20th, which is in two days. Two days. Yeah. So okay. we'll see. I think I might have to try and negotiate a little extension poo in, in yeah. there. Because it's like how, like, I I filmed it all today, despite the fact that I haven't signed the contract yet because I have questions about the contract. And it's like, the, yeah. the turnaround time is, like, so fast. I don't know, like, yeah, I don't know why they're so crazy about the certain deadlines, but they are.
0: So that's one of the things that, like, I don't get a lot of heat for it, but I've had definitely had people question me. They're like, hey, if you have videos ready, why don't you just put them out? Right. That's why. Yeah. Because when a lot of not in when woodworking sponsors reach out, it's not like that. Yes. But when your typical YouTube sponsors reach out, they generally want the video within a week, if not sooner.
1: Yeah. Like, that's so insane to me. Like, I mean... I'm editing this video that I shot back in, like, August and September, right? Like, I know I'm kind of slow on this one because I've been busy with some other stuff. But, like, generally, you know, I would think that I would like to, in an ideal world, have the sponsor lined up before I start the video. So I'm thinking, like, you know, month, month and a half in the future, at least. And they're like, no, 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 we'd like you to turn it around in seven days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that is the exact reason why I just hold yeah like all of my videos
1: yeah yeah i'm in a pretty good spot now i think i've got four videos that i've shot completely they're not they're all of various stages of editing so they're not like super far along but for the first time i feel like really far ahead of what i need to actually be posting
0: (laughs) it's nice dude that's how i feel right now like i told you i signed that contract with craig Mm -hmm. I gotta get three videos out from the end of the year yeah First one is the wine rack that's oh, absolutely hideous. Is it the, the one um, that's going to
1: break up your family? It's going to ruin the next family reunion? know. Uh, what
0: did I end up calling it? So actually, if you're a patron on my patron thing, you, that one of my perks, you get early access to the videos mm-hmm. or whatever. So I actually just put it up on Patreon. Oh, okay. And um, the title is, This Will Ruin Any Piece of Furniture.
1: Oh. And the
0: thumbnail is me like clamping... So, you know, when you're doing like a panel glue up, you put your board side to side, and to keep them like from flexing on the ends, you clamp just the end of it. Yes. Yes. That's the thumbnail.
1: Okay, okay, interesting. I like that. So what's your what's your thinking there? Is that thumbnail completely unrelated to title, or is there actually Yes. Okay, okay.
0: (laughs) So in the video, I talk about how staining wood oh, just okay. looks awful and absolutely yes. ruined
1: yes uh i keep doing these I've, i think i've told you about this i keep doing these like little uh projects for my friends who run the costume shop but, like little projects appear yeah. on uh, like um props for tv shows and movies and they keep being like zach don't use nice wood just get the cheapest wood and stain it i'm like Dude, it will not work. No. Like, it's just gonna... It won't look like what you want it to look like. It's just gonna look like blotchy, cheap wood. Right. Yeah. And it's more work. Yeah, it's way more work. That's the thing. It's like, I could just use the piece of walnut that I have, like, scraps of in the shop, and like, I'll give you... That'll look exactly like what you want, rather than me try to use pine and, you know, finesse it for hours and hours.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Ugh. It's a nightmare. But I... Dude, I didn't even think I was going to get that done in time for this October 31st deadline. Yeah, I bet. Got it done and then sent everything off to Whitney over at Craig for her to like make the plans and stuff for their website. Mm -hmm. And while I was waiting on that, I already have finished and almost finished editing the video for November. Oh, and then tomorrow I'm going to start my December video. So I I feel
1: great. Yeah, yeah, that's a good place to be. Right. It's it's I'm excited. As a content creator, it's tough cuz you always feel like no matter how much you accomplish, you're always a little bit behind the eight ball, right?
0: Yeah. Like yeah. It,
1: you feel like there's more you could be doing. You're like, "Oh, okay, well, I'm ahead on YouTube, but I I need to I'm really slack on TikTok or whatever," right? Yeah. So, it's uh it's it's good. You really have to savor those moments when you do genuinely get ahead.
0: Yeah. Especially with like holiday season coming up. Yeah. Like we have our Thanksgiving in November. And then Christmas and, like, all that other kind of stuff. It's going to be nice to just kind of be ahead on videos and, yeah. like, not feel like,
1: oh, my gosh, I'm yeah. so crazy. Busy. Yeah, definitely. Um, how's the sponsorship flow been for you lately?
0: Honestly, other than Craig, it's been pretty
1: dead. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, so, I was...
0: you, I usually get, like, either a bunch of people wanting to get it, get in right at the end of the year. That's what I was. Yeah. Or people, like... Their budgets are done. So Mm. everybody is saying no.
1: I see. Because I've noticed over the past like week or two, it was really quiet. I had like, you know, a month where I didn't get anything. But over the last couple of weeks, it's just been like every day I wake up, I have like two or three new offers in my inbox for YouTube stuff. And I just figured it's because it's getting close to the end of the year. They're trying to really lock stuff in. Most of them are garbage, mind you. Like, I'm not, I'm not bragging <laughs> when I say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 90% so, of them are Chinese laser engraver companies. But <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Okay, okay. I get that one every day. So oh, yeah. I think this is something in, important to kind of share with people. Like, yes, you and I get hit up with these sponsorship opportunities. But what do you consider a garbage opportunity?
1: Uh, anything that is in broken English.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, anything that I would be embarrassed to promote. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, any, well, anything that I would not actually use myself. Yes. I think is kind of the, the the line between garbage and not garbage to me. Right. Yeah.
0: Like the majority of these sponsored things that you and I both get hit up with and a lot of other people do... Again, first it comes in broken English. It usually starts with your classic, hello, dear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then it's like, we really love all of your videos. We watch every single one yes, of them.
1: Yes, the, the unnecessary flattery. Because right. they don't even, they mention no specifics about your channel. Like, you know. No, no. The best part is, it's like when the product clearly makes no sense for your channel, and they're like, we right. love all your videos. Like, would you uh, review our plant watering system and you're like what the <laughs> garden hell garden hose <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> solar um like solar path lights so yes, like it exactly. Lights up your the front porch or whatever mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. the vast majority of the things that we get hit up with are those garbage things it's like even if i was literally going to buy that product i would no way in hell would i buy yours
1: yes yeah yeah well, because I did that security camera video, I've no, oh. I've I've gotten so many security camera companies messaging me now. Uh Oh, no, I think we lost the live stream again. Is she is she out? Oh, I think so. It's doing the same thing. It's doing the just the hmm. frozen. No. Um, oh, I don't know if I can save this. I can see Corey well. still chatting there, but oh, no, what should I do?
0: I don't know. I Just leave the live stream for right now. I I see the chat, and we'll see if it if it comes back up or if it's frozen okay. or what.
1: Okay. Nah, I'm ninety nine percent sure it's frozen because this is exactly what it did last time. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, well we gotta. I don't know. Maybe we can find a different way to do the live stream that's more stable or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm gonna be building a new computer pretty soon because I have a feeling there's something up with this one.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Got to get that new studio Mac.
1: Oh, interesting. Interesting. I mean, I would never get a Mac, but (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that what I would like to do is a uh, water-cooled PC inside my. Oh, yeah. I see Corey in the chat now saying that it just cut out. Damn. Son of a gun. Um, I would like to do a water-cooled PC in here, like big, you know, I don't know, big water-cooled loop with radiators and stuff. I think that'd be pretty cool.
0: So what's the purpose of running water through it, through your computer? Does it just like make sure you don't have to run like fans just going full blast all the time or something? That
1: uh, that's definitely part of it. And then the other thing is that water is just more heat conductive than air. So it's more effective yeah. at stripping heat away from like the high intensity components. So with a PC, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but you can overclock your PC where you like force it to run at a higher speed and that generates more heat. So if you have more effective cooling, you can overclock further. That makes more sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And also these days, most computer components actually self overclock like they'll just clock themselves as high as they can, given their thermal budget. So they'll say as long Mm -hmm. as it's below 95 degrees, like keep clocking higher. Oh, yeah. interesting. So adding cooling adds performance a lot of the time.
0: You see, I'm one of these losers that just turns their computer
1: on and just yeah, just starts working. I don't know what the hell it's
0: doing.
1: <laughs> well, <I laughs> Works mean, for me. Yeah, and mine's not working right now. So who's the idiot now?
0: <laughs> hey, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I am going but, to uh, uh,
1: open myself a drink to celebrate the death of the live stream.
0: Well, you know. We're making it more enticing. People are going to be even more excited when the when the uh, episode finally posts. Yes, you know?
1: that's very true. That's very true.
0: But so so getting back to those sponsors,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The
0: majority of them are those crap, you know, uh, Chinese Amazon resellers,
1: lowest fans. of the low.
0: Do not ever, no one, yeah, don't take them.
1: Yes, even the ones that are a step above those ones, don't take those ones either. Like, a couple times yeah. I had uh, companies for, like, adjustable desks approach me.
0: Oh, is it that FlexiSpot or Vera it, it, yeah. something or other?
1: I think, actually, flex, yeah, Spot And there was another one that was, mm-hmm. like, Veritas or something like their Vera.
0: Yeah, uh, I saw both of those. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, I talked to one of them for a second. And they wanted, like, a million things for...
0: Yeah, and you're like, nah. Yeah,
1: for zero money. And I was like, you're obviously... Like, there are... These people who will take those cheap goods that you get off of AliExpress or whatever, they'll slap yep. their own custom logo on it. They'll make a decently looking nice website and they'll have like somebody who's halfway fluent in English write all their marketing material. But it's mm-hmm. really just the same crappy products that those cheap Amazon s- sellers or resellers are selling. Right. Right.
0: Am I correct? And is that called white labeling?
1: I believe so. Or is white labeling when you get like stuff at the grocery store? Uh, no, that's house branding. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's white labeling.
0: So, yeah. So like white labeling, for example, you could, yeah, what's, you know, I don't know, a pair of headphones, right? Go buy a cheap pair of headphones on AliExpress, mm-hmm. literally buy five, maybe 500,000 pairs. Yeah. So you're going to be getting them at pennies. Yeah. And then we're just gonna throw a sweet off the cut podcast label on it, and then be like, "These are these premium headphones, so so good." We make a wicked website. Mm -hmm. We get everybody to like, you know, advertise for it and whatnot. But it's still a
1: crappy product, and it's very obvious when you see those. That's have you ever seen the ads for Raycon? Raycon, I don't know. I gotta Google it. They're wireless earbuds, just like you were saying um
0: raycon official website
1: they're like oh okay yeah yeah. i've I've heard they advertise 40 dollars yeah they advertise with hundreds of youtubers and stuff like that and they've basically been called out for doing exactly this buying cheap wireless headphones in bulk slapping a logo on them charging a big premium for them i think somebody i saw a video breaking down that they estimate they buy them for between five and eight dollars And then they just spend the difference between the retail on marketing, right?
0: Yeah. I had a couple of friends
1: who bought them and they're like, these things suck.
0: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, let's be real. Like, 90 plus percent of the reason anyone buys anything. Yeah. It's because of marketing.
1: Yeah, so true. So true. Yeah, I'm as guilty as anybody in that regard, so.
0: Like, let's think of uh, something that everyone knows. Nike shoes. Oh, Yeah. Okay, the reason people buy Nike shoes, do they make a good shoe? Yeah, I'm sure they do. But they put them on every single athlete and get everyone sponsored with that Nike. So then you see all these people performing at a high level and you think, well, dang, it's got to be the Nike shoes. Exactly.
1: It's funny. I was talking about this with a friend of mine recently. There's a few brands that I'm like low key, very brand loyal to. And it's not even a conscious thing. But Nike. I don't think I've owned a pair of shoes, but I mean like running shoes. I've owned boots and stuff that are from other brands, but running shoes are like, you know, just everyday walking around shoes. I haven't owned a pair of non Nikes in like 10 years, maybe even more. Sure. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And it's
0: it's a brand loyalty thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's like, let's just hypothetically say they were the worst shoes you could buy. Well, you've been buying them for such a long time and you've been marketed and advertised to for such a long period of time that in your head you've internalized that that is a premium, top-quality product.
1: Exactly. I think it was a, a big part of that because was when I was a kid, my parents were like, no, Nikes are too expensive. We can't afford those. Sure. And then they, they in, in my mind, they became like this like status symbol. Like one day when I grow up and the, I have a big, big boy job and I make my own money, I'm going to get myself a pair of Nikes.
0: Well, what was the thing that we talked about in like one of the first episodes? You said it was like a a Veblen good. Oh, Veblen, or yeah, like Veblen that? good,
1: something that gets more attractive the more expensive it gets. So, or I, I, that's not—I bastardized that definition. A Veblen good is something that derives its value from its price. If you want, like, a more textbook explanation. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> so let's say like a maybe another example somebody might really be able to identify with like expensive purses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. have you ever seen those and i think i've only seen it on like instagram or something there there's whole channels that they will buy like designer high-end goods just to rip them apart and be like oh this cole's purse is actually higher quality than your louis vuitton
1: i believe that you know like it's so many yeah. of those and i mean because what it is, is a signaling mechanism to people. Yes. You're putting it on to say, hey, I got money. And and also, like, I'm in on the fashion world. Like, I know things about fashion, right? Sure. Um The quality is, like, secondary. It doesn't matter. Like, it, it's, I don't know. Like, I don't think Louis Vuitton bags are any better crafted than any other major purse company. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not a purse connoisseur, but I uh, I think, I am. I think we're on the same. I'm pies, speaking from experience page. here. <laughs> oh, you're 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 a a Merce kind of yeah, guy. Man yeah, purse? exactly. Oh, that's exciting.
1: <laughs> but one of
0: the ones I think is most evident is um, woodpecker tools. Well, yeah, <laughs> no, I, I mean, <laughs> eh, I mean, they definitely have some stuff where like you went ridiculous, this. but um. Uh, what was I trying to say? Phone cases. Mm, interesting. So if you buy like a life proof or like OtterBox or one of those phone cases or whatever, you can literally spend almost $100 on a phone. That's
1: case. insane. I would never do that. And then,
0: yeah, right. And then you can go buy like a $14 phone case. Which is and you're like,
1: what I have right here.
0: Right. And I think I got this one from Amazon. Yeah. It's just like a little one you just pop on and off and it was like 14 bucks and it's literally my one of my buddies has like whatever. This is supposed to copy like one of the life proof. Oh, cases really? Or oh, like interesting. and it's literally the exact same thing.
1: Well, the thing about the Otter Boxes too, that always gets me. Is it like it turns your phone into brick? Like, why do I want right. this? It's like it doesn't even fit in my pocket anymore. It's horrible. And it's right. so expensive.
0: I don't know. I think there's a lot of things that people just spend money on for yeah. no reason
1: i mean i think it, it it's interesting because i think men and women are suckers for it in different ways like guys you can really hype them up on like the technology or the performance aspect of things and i think that's what otterbox thrives on they get they'll be like you know our cases can withstand a fall from 40 feet or strong enough to withstand the impact of a bullet or something like that and guys get all psyched up on that But I I, like
0: who's like, oh, man, I'm about to get shot. I better (laughs) hold my phone.
1: up. Yeah, exactly. Right. But uh, for some reason, I think that works quite well. But then purses, I don't really understand how they market those. But hey, they seem to be doing a good job of it. So
0: it's working. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But there's a lot of just weird things. Did you know that like, you know, those like Beats headphones things, you know, when those first came out? they had like designed them and everything. And uh, when they had put them in like focus groups or whatever, people are like, yeah, these just feel cheap.
1: Oh, and so I what think, they yeah. did,
0: they literally didn't change anything about the headphones other than they put weights inside mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I and heard then that people were like, these are nice. Yeah.
1: But feel substantial in my weird? hands, man. It's crazy. The way mind affects perception. Um, there's a, there's a really good book about it. Um, I think it's Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. Um,
0: I think I've read that or listened to
1: it. And he does. There's some interesting examples in there. I think it's in Blink. I've read most of the Malcolm Gladwell books, but um, he has this thing where they what was it? They have ice cream. So they have two different ice creams. One comes in a square container and one comes in a round container. And people were like, the square one seems more premium. I think the square one tastes better. Same ice cream,
0: Oh.
1: and they did the huh. they did the same thing with a whole bunch of different, you know, various uh, consumer goods. They would like put them put the same product in different wrapping, and then ask yeah. people to rate which one they liked better. And people would always go whatever had the fancier wrapper. They would say that it tasted better or it was superior in some metric.
0: That's very interesting. Yeah, huh. One actually- of the things that uh, that. I never got with labels is at least for, for me when I see like let's go back to the ice cream container mm-hmm. example same size same shape everything if you give me an ice cream label that has a thousand different pictures and words and all kinds of stuff all over it yeah. versus one that literally just has like a simple logo and it's like vanilla mm-hmm. I'm gonna think the simple one is like a fancier bougie ice cream
1: yeah yeah totally totally
0: uh, but why don't why don't more ice cream companies do that? Because they're dumb. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, they, they
1: know more than we do. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> they're running. They're huh. like the monopoly man at the uh, the head of their ice cream company. Big ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> Big ice cream. <laughs> um, well, that's stupid. There's a whole science of economics called behavioral economics that kind of studies like how these subconscious decisions get made by people. It's quite interesting.
0: It's like the whole the free shipping conundrum that we've gotten. Right.
1: Into. Oh, hey, yeah. Fun fact my off the cut uh podcast, Windbreaker. How much do you think it cost by the time it got to me? How about I don't well, you said it was free shipping, right? It was free shipping, but then there were border duties.
0: <laughs> so how does that work? Is it like you I don't, order something and then they just like are like, hey, we're gonna hold your package ransom until like you pay us this money?
1: Correct. Correct. They don't even drop it off. They just leave a little note in your at your door or on your mailbox or whatever that says, hey, come to the nearest post office and give us a ransom money.
0: Really? Yeah. OK, so it's well, it was 75 bucks. OK. U.S. It's free shipping. And I'm, you probably i am assuming didn't have to pay tax on it. You might have. I don't
1: know. Well, that's OK. So that's interesting. It's unclear to me w- what duty consists of. Like, okay. am I just paying the sales tax when it I don't know. comes across the border? I mean, I definitely pay more than what the sales tax would have been. So there's definitely like an additional fee there. But then who collects that? Like, so I pay sales tax when it crosses the border. It's not like they send you the money so that you can then pay sales tax no. in Ohio.
0: So when I sell stuff. Like, if I sell a t-shirt to somebody in Ohio, the whole tax law is a nightmare. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, They will actually pay me the sales tax. Okay. And then I have to then collect that that sales tax and remit it um, during tax time. It's a nightmare. A lot of websites, like I know, like Etsy Mm -hmm. and Patreon and a lot of websites actually basically just collect... The sales tax portion separately, and they handle all that automatically.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like Patreon for that. It just makes yeah. my life a lot easier. Collecting sales tax is a real pain.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you can get into big trouble too if you're if you're if oh you're not yeah. doing it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's something you really got to keep on top of.
0: So what what's the what's sales tax? Getting back to the windbreaker, what is a normal sales tax in Ontario? Thirteen percent. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Welcome
1: to Canada, baby.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're seven and three quarters.
1: Yeah. Depends which province you're in. Some provinces in Canada yeah. have lower sales tax. Same thing with states, obviously. But yeah, Ontario's sure, sure. Ontario's like the uh the California of Canada. It's just all taxes. Okay.
0: So seventy-five dollars, thirteen percent on top of that, 10 7 about eleven dollars.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That would Rough, be yeah, roughly,
0: and. Yeah, that's my mental math. I, Miranda always makes fun of me. She's like, "You're just saying random numbers." I <laughs> like, it makes sense to me. Um, okay, so that's about eleven bucks. How mm-hmm. much? So how much did you have to pay in like duties and fees and stuff?
1: So I'm pretty sure by the time it got to me, it was about 130 bucks. So when I ch- that that's mm. can, that's Canadian, mind you, but. So when okay, I checked so it's, out, yeah, I think take it took an
0: extra thirty percent off that.
1: Yeah, it was seventy-five American. So the border duties okay, was like see. twenty-eight dollars. And then I think that seventy-five with exchange and all that jazz was just shy of a hundred. I don't know. It it was annoying. <laughs>
0: So it says 75 U.S. is 103 Canadian.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, and then plus 27 or 28 for the the border duty. Okay. Yeah. So, man, that sucks, though. Yeah, yeah. It's it, It's honestly, as a Canadian, ordering stuff online is a complete crapshoot. You never know what you're going to get hit with when it get, actually gets delivered. A lot of the time, it's nothing. They'll just drop it off at your door, but then every once in a while, you get one of these little ransom notes with it. It's like, hey, come pay us our money. Otherwise, we're not going to give you your windbreaker.
0: Well, I tell you what, um, we got to order off the cut podcast T-shirts. Yes, we definitely get do. Our, like samples from Patreon. What size you want? And I'll just give it to you at WorkbenchCon.
1: Oh, oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, give me a large.
0: OK, large shirt. Got it
1: in, in camo if possible.
0: <laughs> I think our Patreon ones are blue.
1: OK, I'm down with that, too, because
0: you can only pick one color. It's kind of. Oh, weird. really? And, yeah, there are only, like, three color options. I think it's black, white, or blue Mm. on Patreon. Their merch thing is really limited, but it's completely hands-off, which is why we do it. Yeah. I don't have to deal with any of that nightmare.
1: Okay, so I'm trying... uh, You probably won't see it for a few months, but I'm trying something new in some of my videos. I'm going to try and do um, targeted graphic t-shirts. So, like... Graphic t-shirts that have like in jokes on them. And I'm going to try and do that. No, I like that. I'm going to try and do that that. for like different YouTube videos going forward. I'll try and get like a different funny graphic tee for each one.
0: (laughs) So you can do like a like a teespring kind of thing. Yeah.
1: And not like I won't be reselling them or anything like that. But I'm just going to get like t-shirts that have like references to some of my favorite like movies and TV shows and stuff like that.
0: OK, yeah, okay. just
1: to and like just to see if people notice and to drive a little bit of engagement.
0: OK, I would do that. OK, but I I think you would be missing out on an opportunity if you don't have a link that somebody could potentially buy. Mm,
1: interesting. Interesting. OK, I will include I'll include links to where people can get them. I won't get anything from it, but that's OK.
0: Oh, 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 you mean like where you're going to buy like a Scarface T-shirt yeah, and wear yeah, it? Except- oh, yeah, nobody cares.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, but not not uh, not lame like a Scarface T-shirt.
0: <laughs> the Scarface T-shirt is like the official like 17-year-old dude with baggy jeans and spiked hair going to a, an amusement park uh, to ride roller coasters trying to be a badass. Do
1: you think kids still discover Scarface today or is it just like too old that it doesn't really track? Well, I think
0: a lot of a lot of people. The only reason they knew what Scarface was is because they went to Spencer's Gifts for the first time, <laughs> and they're like, "What is the Scarface shirt? This is cool."
1: Yeah, it's a sick tee. I better go watch the movie.
0: <laughs> do you had? I'm glad that you got the the Spencer's Gifts yeah. reference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid, but i actually just i got a speaking of like t-shirts and videos i got an email that said that that remember that experimental program thing that i was in that like kaya that like put oh, my yeah, plans yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, underneath yeah. um well they're they're killing it
1: oh that sucks
0: shocker yeah um because uh, i didn't sell a single thing i had like fifteen thousand views on it so
1: oh that's cr- yeah I, it must have just been like bottom of the screen views Right. There's no, I don't know how it works. Yeah, there's no way 15,000 people clicked the link and then didn't buy something. That sounds crazy to me, right? Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah.
0: But so because that died, it got kicked off my channel. And mm-hmm. I was like, why don't I try one of these like t-shirt yeah. merch shelf things? Yeah. But dude, I don't think it shows up for anyone.
1: Well, that's the thing. I set it up for my channel. and Oh, you have one. I think I do.
0: I said it I've never seen it on one of your Well,
1: fights. okay, so there we go. Like I went through all the trouble of setting it up, and I think I tested like one day and I was like, Oh yeah, there it is. And then I just kind of forgot about it. And then I was like three months later, I was like, Oh, what about the the t shirt spring thing that I yeah. set up and just nothing? Hmm. So I don't know if it's only for desktop users, and maybe I don't like I have no idea how they do it
0: but i don't know because i've definitely seen other creators like in the past
1: in the past Um, yes but i haven't seen it in a long ass time
0: no 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 i yeah i'm talking like in like 2016 2017 when i would follow some people that were like uh like exercise people that would have like t-shirts i remember always seeing those underneath their videos but again this is five six years
1: but ago. you don't see it anymore i don't think i've not mm-hmm. noticed it anyways
0: no yeah but yeah no i started one up uh, like a month or two ago okay still haven't sold anything on it
1: hold on i'm gonna pull up one of your videos hopefully it doesn't play so that you can hear it um i'm just gonna see you're gonna kill my retention oh yeah sure okay I'll, pa- I'll pause it so that I'll, or maybe i'll watch care. one of your most popular ones
0: so that i don't care <laughs> One view is not making a difference. Oh, it might. Da- oh, look, somebody's relevant.
1: been Somebody's been posting some shorts, too. Oh, yeah. I posted two shorts, one a week. Yeah, this one's due. The $2,000 is doing pretty good, eh? Se- How many views? Uh, 7.3 thousand in eight days. Eh. I mean, it's OK. It's not amazing, but it's not bad.
0: It's way more than I ever had gotten a short uh, in the past. Yeah,
1: there you go. Uh, and also, you're oh, you're one. From, oh, what am I saying? You're one from yesterday has 10,000. Oh, cool. There you go. All right. Uh, okay. So hold on. Five woodworking tools you shouldn't buy. Uh, let's so
0: scroll down. Is there like t-shirts or anything underneath it? Mm,
1: nope. There this is immediately
0: goes to comments, right?
1: Yes, it sure does. Uh, okay. I have YouTube premium. So maybe it's. Be- oh, go
0: to a non YouTube. Premium. Yeah.
1: Let me then. go to non YouTube premium. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. I uh, auto playing ad in my headphones. Now that I'm on a non-YouTube Premium, I do see it. What the hell? So, if you have YouTube Premium, then you don't see merch from people. That's really interesting. I wonder why. Oh, well,
0: I gotta Google this now. YouTube Premium oh. no merch. Look,
1: you even gotta... Dude, why don't you have a Spencely Design iPhone case for your iPhone?
0: Because it's hideous. <laughs> but It was free. <laughs> um... Yeah,
1: like you have like a custom MagSafe one that you could be using. Interesting. It even converts all the prices to Canadian for me. A one of your one of your T-shirts is thirty nine eighty five Canadian.
0: Whoo, baby. Yeah, that's expensive.
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting. I only see four items and I can't see anything else and there's nowhere I can click to uh get any other <laughs> you can <laughs> well
0: welcome to youtube yeah it kind of somewhat works yeah. but at least better than facebook mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh man gosh what i i felt like if there was something i wanted to, oh so shorts yes you said that oh i got ink on my hand oh no um, yeah i'm screwing around with the <laughs> pen you said that The shorts usually, like, they blow up as soon as you post them, die for, like, a couple weeks, and then blow up again, maybe? Yeah,
1: that was kind of my experience based on, like, the five or six that I posted.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. I still think the one a week seems appropriate. It doesn't seem like I'm blasting people. Yeah. But I've noticed in my, again, I'm the subscription feed guy. I log in there and like every day I'm like, I have 17 that I have to like hit. I don't want to
1: watch. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of sucks. I wonder if there's a way that you can tweak your subscription feed such that you don't see shorts in it.
0: I know you can filter it. Yeah. But I don't know like if once you filter it, it will uh, manage. No. No. You can filter it on your phone. But I don't know if once you filter it, if it'll stay filtered. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows?
1: Yeah, that's too bad. But I mean, whatever. You know who does
0: really enjoy watching shorts on YouTube?
1: Our patrons?
0: Our newest patron. Oh, we
1: have a new one. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Can I air a very quick grievance before we? uh, Is it about our patrons? Yes. Okay. Uh, Okay. (laughs) How do I want to say this? About, Ooh, fi- is cold. about 50% of the time, when I try to log into Patreon, so that I can answer messages and talk to people, it asks me to verify my account. And then it sends a text message to your cell phone in order to verify. No, it doesn't text
0: me. No? Who's the no, texting I'll get I, I don't <laughs> think it's texting anyone. Um, it's supposed to send like a code I get like an email to the off the cut email that's like, hey, somebody tried to log in in Canada and I know it never like say deny because I know it's you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. OK, so maybe that's what I'm thinking of. So sometimes it sends it to the email and then I try to log into the email and the email often will send you a text message, I think.
0: I don't think I've ever gotten a text message from Patreon. Because if I did, I'd just text it back to you because I, yeah, I would yeah, know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah,
1: but it also hinges on the fact that you're looking at your phone in the moment right. because it's completely time sensitive, right?
0: Exactly. Now, that's weird.
1: There's been quite a few times when I've tried to log into various off-the-cut things, and it won't let me because it's two-factor authentication or whatever. But it's inconsistent. It's never, like, all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's weird, though.
1: All right. Hit me with the new patron. I want to hear this. So
0: are we got a new Odie's oil fan? Mm,
1: that's too bad. <laughs> I <laughs> okay. know. Michael. Michael. No last name.
0: That's it. Ooh, first name. It's like Cher. It's like Cher. Yeah, there <laughs> it is. <laughs> like Cher or Bono. Yeah. yeah it's or just... The Undertaker.
1: <laughs> or The Rock. The Rock. Should we just do wrestlers all day? Like The Iron Sheik? <laughs> Or uh, Celine Dion. <laughs> so no, I'm pretty sure that's two names. But I guess so is, it might be. So is the Rock and the Iron Sheik. So. I mean, it's
0: the, the. I don't, yeah. But so we also have returning top tier patrons. Our caulkers our Corey Duvall mm-hmm. and Scott Eastman mm-hmm. at East Woodshop, Shop. And our top tier power caulker. Wes Willard. Wes Willard.
1: Beat you to it just by a second you
0: beat me to it <laughs> so all these people you know they get access in addition to our other patrons get access to the after show where we talk a lot more get spicier mm-hmm. uh, nothing gets held back and uh, we just talk about what we want and it's basically an extra podcast also, and you send us a workbench WorkbenchCon
1: that's true and also you get access to the premium discord channel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which Eric is still not on I don't think or maybe don't you're technically on, on it but uh, yeah We get good conversations going on the Discord channel. It's fun. They're actually razzing me right now about the live stream not working.
0: So how, how, so what the Discord is basically for anybody who doesn't know. This is, this is my subtle way of telling people I don't really know what it is. (laughs) Why don't you tell people what Discord is for the our listeners who don't know?
1: Discord is a big chat server. We have different chat rooms for different subjects. We can share photos. We can share videos. People talk about we got a whole little community going. People share photos like what they're working on this week. Uh, people submit questions on there. And we just oh. basically mess around and have a good time.
0: Okay. So if if you enjoy, you know just mess around with other like-minded people. Exactly. Good good place to check out, kill some time. If, good bathroom app perhaps. Oh,
1: totally. And if you want to figure out what some of the other fans of the show are like, it's a great way to meet some other people and uh, you know, figure out what a power cocker is like in person.
0: Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> I still need to get my hands on a power cock. Dude, I
1: or honestly, I uh I was shooting uh I was doing rebar last week and I was I had to uh So, there's a way to tie rebar into a concrete wall. You basically drill a big hole, you fill the hole full of epoxy, and then you ram the rebar in there. Mm -hmm. And the epoxy comes in a caulking tube. Yeah. But it's really stiff. Like it. Oh, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Real stiff caulk. (laughs) (laughs) That's not explicit. That's not explicit. I can say that. It's technically true. Yeah. and I was like, "Damn, I really need to get a power cocker right now because my hands are mm-hmm. dying from squeezing <laughs> this cock."
0: <caulk." laughs> oh, God. the funny thing is—I mean, I, how
1: I didn't even know I was, how
0: often are you squeezing cock when you're at work?
1: I mean, pretty frequently. It comes up more than you would think.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to pay the bills somehow, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It's so and true. And the cock's not going to squeeze itself. The cock's
1: not going to squeeze. That's when my client comes to the site every day and he says that.
0: <laughs> He's like, hey, will you squeeze my cock into the wall? Yeah, exactly. Do you ever get like unintentional discharge from your cock when you're squeezing oh, it? Oh,
1: all the time. And the worst <laughs> is when you're squeezing the cock and you think it's done, but it just keeps on coming. <laughs> I forgot what a oh, comedy is. we just lost all is. of our viewers. I don't think so.
0: We... I tell you what, next year can we do a workbench con um talk all about talk?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we could do a good 20 minutes on this. How
0: long do you think it we, we could get into it before people knew that we were just cutting up being idiots and laughing about a joke that's not that funny, but it's pretty funny. Do
1: you think we could do it with a straight face? I mean, it de- it really depends how long it took for us to crack, I think
0: yeah i think i'd be okay if i wasn't looking at you okay (laughs) like i can like say silly stuff and if i'm not looking at somebody else who's like cutting up Mm -hmm. i'm usually pretty good i can i can compose myself pretty well
1: okay okay I'm, i'm a a giggler so i don't know that i would be able to contain myself that well
0: uh, what about if you had if you had one or two drinks in you? Did you get even more giggly? I think
1: that would be worse. Yeah, I think that would yeah, be worse. I too. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I do too. Best to do it. Stone Cold sober.
0: Yeah. Well, what do you say we we knock out a question? We're you yeah forty seven minutes into the podcast and we've just been talking about nonsense, which <laughs> a, apparently people enjoy, and that's why we keep doing this. But
1: uh, yeah, let's hit some questions. Yeah, yeah. one, two, so maybe.
0: Are, Yeah, our resident Pokemon trainer is back. Mm -hmm. Also, Brock Trahan,
1: the uh, the admin of our Discord server. I I don't know what the is is that a question? Uh, Well, I don't know what the correct terminology is, but he runs that place.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I I set him up with some stuff. We had a good conversation, got it all situated. Yeah. Uh, so I hope he's running it well. Oh, he is. Because I certainly don't know what I'm doing over there. I think I logged in and it was like, you know, it's like it's almost like getting on Facebook for me. I'm like, whoa, like what? I feel like I'm in a fun house with mirrors all over the place. I don't know what's going on. I just left.
1: Yeah. Discord is not a boomer friendly app. It's I, I once read that. Uh, I mean, we're getting on a tangent here, but I once read that Snapchat was intentionally made unintuitive to keep old people away. And I feel like uh, I believe. it. Yeah, I feel like Discord is the same thing.
0: That's fair. I remember when I had Snapchat, like you'd log into the app Mm -hmm. and you had, you almost were like in this like cube matrix where like to get one menu, you had to swipe up. Yes. To get another one, you had to swipe over. Yes, correct. And like swipe down and up. And like you're almost in this like grid that you had to try to like mentally understand where you are and navigate for yourself. And it was a nightmare for someone like me.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a uh, do you still use Snapchat? Nobody still uses Snapchat. No. Do they? I think only Zoomers use Snapchat.
0: Miranda uses Snapchat. Oh, she does. Yeah. I
1: have a young guy who works for me uh, in the, the construction world, and uh, I think he uses Snapchat. He's made comments about Snapchat in the past. I think he's like 21 or 22.
0: I mean, it does serve its purpose, because like sometimes, you know, you, you just, like, for example, I was in a stoplight today mm-hmm. and there was a car. That their door was just open like six inches. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, they leaned out. They're like pouring water out or like, you know, whatever.
1: No, Mm.
0: they kept driving (laughs) down the street. (laughs) And I was like, this would be a great opportunity to like get a picture. But like, I'm not going to text you this photo because... Like I'm not trying to annoy you, but it's more. It's like, how do I send you a photo where you just like, you know, if you check it in a day, you're like, huh, yeah. that was funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Instagram kind of works for that, but not really. It's kind, it's a little too clumsy to get to that. Like you have to like open the app, go to your messages, find me, and then like it's too many steps. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. So I mean, it has its it have has its place, but I got too many other. Yeah. Stupid social media things I try to keep up with. Exactly. Exactly. One. I just deleted it. But uh, well, that, that tangent aside, yeah, so let's, get, let's to get back to Brock's question. Yeah. Uh, let's hit the first one. What is your favorite thing you've made as a gift to someone?
1: Oh, I was almost going to say we've done this question, I think, a couple times in the past, but never as a gift to somebody. Um, mm. Hmm. Let me think about that for a moment. I have maybe two answers. You got anything off the top of your head or you want?
0: Yeah, so I'm going to take a curveball on this Okay. So, you know, you're thinking it's going to be a woodworking project, right? Oh, interesting. It's not. Um, So I think greeting cards, going to a store and buying a greeting card is the biggest waste of money in the world. (laughs) to buy like a six seven eight dollar card my
1: girlfriend would fight you on that so hard
0: so here's what i'm getting at i refuse to buy greeting cards because they're a waste of money Mm -hmm. and they're always stupid Mm -hmm. so what i do for every like anniversary and and birthday or valentine's day and stuff like that i make a card
1: oh okay all but
0: but let's say you're like that's cheesy right yeah the way that i make it funny Is I do like puns or sexually charged puns (laughs) or perhaps retro, um, uh, like nostalgic references Mm -hmm. and make funny greeting cards. Okay. And she loves them.
1: Okay. I think I, I like that. I'm just, I'm cracking up, imagining you giving me a sexually charged birthday card.
0: Hey, (laughs) Dreams can come true.
1: If I'm a good boy this year, maybe
0: yeah maybe but and the so i had one oh god i don't even remember what it said but it was definitely a very sexually charged <laughs> and she she had put it on the the refrigerator and it was either her mom oh no or my mom was over here and like what's this oh and read it no. and the, and they were just like they were bright red <laughs> but like
1: they knew i mean yeah
0: come on yeah yeah you know we're all adults here yes but it yeah. was it was funny <laughs> to say the least
1: It's your mom, and she's looking, and she's like, damn, my son's a real power cocker.
0: (laughs) Not a cocker. It's a power cocker.
1: Um, Okay, so I think, well, I I was going to do a visual, but so see the sign behind me there that's got my logo on it? I certainly can. Uh, So I made that one for myself, and then I made another matching one for For Mark. I made three, yeah. So I made one for Mark, and I also made one for my dad as well.
0: Um. So for people who don't know who Mark, yes, a very generic name is, yeah. uh, give him a shout out.
1: Uh, Mark from Remarkable Woodworks on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all the social medias. Uh, he's my buddy. He also lives in Toronto. Well, he actually lives like forty-five minutes outside the city. Um, but uh, yeah, another Toronto contr- contractor, content creator. We get along like a house on fire. Um, And yeah, so I made that sign for myself. And I was like, you know what? I'll make a couple others. It's basically a walnut sign with my logo carved in it. And then the negative space is filled with epoxy. And then I put a LED strip light the whole way around the outside of it and then inside of it. So it glows from the inside and from the outer edges, too.
0: It looks killer. I love it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm really happy with it. It's a good. Like, you know, like YouTubers have like their, you know, background set kind of dressings.
0: That's what's it's called, like the third key light or something like that. Something like that. It? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, it looks good, though. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes the background look a little more interesting. It's kind of cool. I can change the color of it.
0: I have so many like CNC type projects yeah. that I'm like. Ah oh, man, that'd be killer, but no way I'm doing that by hand.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, it's there's some things that are just so much easier with the CNC. And that reminds you, there's something I want to talk to you about in the after show, but not in the mid okay. show. Um, right on, right on. And then I also one time, I don't know why this game comes to mind, but I made a big solid walnut bed frame for a buddy of mine
0: and it just oh yeah i think you you slightly mentioned that at one point yeah in the past it
1: turned out really well it's really simple design but it just looked really nice it turned out good so i i don't know i'm proud of that one for some reason
0: i feel you dude i want to build a bed i told you i want to build a bed so bad yeah uh
1: i gotta get you this type of hardware um it's Like, I'm
0: gonna be honest with you, I'm just gonna buy the Festool domino connectors. <laughs> uh,
1: you might not want to though, because well, are there festival domino connectors that you can like undo? Yeah, oh, there are so, okay, okay, never mind. Then.
0: So, okay, the way it works is it's basically a solid metal domino, yeah, and one end you have like an Allen key with a with like a what do you call it like a nut
1: oh and as
0: you tighten it it basically pulls the pieces together
1: oh that's really cool okay understood they're understood. crazy expensive yeah uh okay but Move i mean on. let me like see. it
0: works how much is a is a domino connector set
1: is it domino is that what it's called
0: yeah d- df500
1: Ooh, 60 bucks each each son you're gonna need four of those
0: so the set oh no that no, no comes sorry. With like it's 16 the in a bag drill bits and all that all the crap. Mm-hmm. It comes with oh god, I don't know. The set comes with a sustainer and like all the hardware you need. But how many joints can you Yeah. Okay. 32 anchor bolts uh-huh. and I don't know what the hell this is. 32 split anchors 32 cross anchors these caps and all kinds of crap. Yeah. It's $300.
1: I'm looking at one right now that's the Festool Domino Connector Set KV SYS D8, and it's 600 okay. bucks.
0: That might be the Domino Connector Set KV. That might be for the XL one.
1: Okay. Okay. I
0: don't know.
1: Huh. Interesting. Interesting. I don't like the fact that it comes with a sustainer because, like, what are you going to do with it? Oh, I guess, I mean, but what are you going to do with that when you're done with all the things?
0: You just refill it.
1: Do they make? Do they sell a refiller?
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So a 32 pack of Domino connectors is $137. Okay. So I guess that's okay. $10 a piece.
1: Yeah, something like that. So that's not too bad. It's still pretty pricey, but not as bad as I originally thought.
0: But then there's another one that says it's 50 of the KVs for a hundred and twenty dollars
1: okay okay
0: so i mean you're still talking like okay if you put a bed together you're gonna need at least four of those yes yeah. so i'm i'm sure you're talking at least twenty dollars in the hardware mm-hmm. but when you think of it in that's, that, that way not, on the project you're like that's not
1: bad at all yeah that's not crazy i mean realistically you probably want to do eight but even still it's not too bad
0: no and so what you do is you do one of those like tightening connectors at each joint but then you also put in regular dominoes that basically just act as an alignment and stiffening aid. but you don't need those ones to also pull together sure if that makes sense
1: yeah yeah that makes sense so you could actually probably do one connector at each corner and then one alignment stiffening domino yeah 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 Yeah. stiffening domino that's what they called me in high school by the way
0: you're just knocking everybody down. Yeah. So stiff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so is the hardware that you're talking about, like this one that has like a plate and then another plate. Correct. Kind of like what? slots into it and like drops down. Correct. Or Correct.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Those work really well. I was quite happy with that.
0: Uh, and they're not horribly expensive. You just route out a small recess, right?
1: Exactly. Now that you say it, though, like not horribly expensive, it's probably the same. It's probably like 20 bucks for a set of four of them.
0: Okay, let's see. Like uh, let's see. Bed, bed frame connector, connector hardware. Hardware. I'm on the Amazon. Uh, uh
1: da, 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 da. Yeah, me too. Uh, Okay. Yeah,
0: so I'm seeing like 15 to 20 US, 25 US.
1: Yeah, here's a super low quality one for 25. Although this one, you don't actually have to recess, which is kind of nice. It's all surface mount. So that's kind of cool. So
0: really, I mean, it's not i if you already have a domino obviously
1: yeah yeah that's you got to factor in the cost of the domino
0: and then you're also paying for the speed mm-hmm. right it's way faster as go plunge tap it in yeah it i guess they're not horribly expensive if you kind of compare it to other things
1: yeah the bed frame hardware that i was looking at uh, mortise bed locks so you can get them out for about 6 bucks each so really at the end of the day uh turns out to be pretty much the same price hmm yeah okay
0: but it's one it's one thing that people can complain about in the YouTube comments. Yes, exactly. Oh, well, I could build that if I had a domino.
1: Well, or or should have used a domino. Yeah. I get that one a lot too.
0: <laughs> oh, oh you do? Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. All the connectors I do it's always oh, it would be so much better if it was a domino.
0: Uh, not really. It would be faster, <laughs> yeah. but not necessarily better. Yeah. Dude, I did so, I told you I got the wine rack. Mm-hmm. That's done. The the next project I did cuz Craig really wanted it and I we're going to have to spitball names for this to make people actually click on yeah. it is it like the DIYers first workbench. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. The spin on that is that and I'm 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 getting back to the tool thing. The spin on that was what it was made entirely with one sheet of plywood and that's it. Okay. The whole bench. And correct. Yeah. And I built the entire thing with just a circular saw and a drill.
1: Hmm, interesting, interesting. Okay, yeah. Let me think on that. Maybe that's an after-show topic.
0: And I also did it all working on the floor. Hmm. And dude, it well because the idea was yeah like, yeah no if I get it building your first workbench you bench, don't have a bench. you don't have anything totally yeah makes sense. So I tried to make it like really relatable. But in in that video, um the whole kind of idea behind it is what i'm going to talk about is you know you can buy the cheap tools it does everything but what you're doing when you're buying more expensive tools is you're buying speed and efficiency
1: yeah 100
0: so in the video i show like hey you know you can join these together by just ripping screws through the end Mm -hmm. however if you want it to be hidden you can use pocket holes and i actually walk through every single pocket hole jig. i'm like all right so the first one that i bought that was 15 dollars works great here's how i use it and you're like oh that's kind of a nightmare but i'm like yeah but so if you upgrade to something more efficient it does the exact same task yeah just faster and i kind of go through that progression a little bit obviously it's not just a blatant ad read but it's an ad yeah yeah. um
1: but at least it's a useful ad i mean yeah
0: it is yeah and the get the whole sentiment is like you the more expensive tool all it is doing is buying you speed yes
1: yeah that's all it ever does. You know, like <laughs> right. that's the whole name of the game when you're buying tools, right? You're trying to get to the end point as quick as possible without sacrificing quality. Right.
0: Yeah. Like, could you make loose tenon joinery without a domino? Of Absolutely course. you could. Of course. But it would be a nightmare. Yeah. And take forever.
1: So what you say loose tenon uh, joinery. Does a domino have a little bit of slack in it? So how accurate do you have to be with the domino?
0: So if you look at a domino, like your phone, right? This from like side to side of your phone, the dimension that's approximately, I don't know, like two and a half inches. The domino itself is fixed. Okay. And in that. Okay. You can then adjust the cutter when it swivels back and forth to give yourself more or less lateral play. Okay. In the tightest setting, you have to use a hammer to put them in.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: But then, like, you have to be super precise when you're marking both your pieces, right? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Which
0: is why the typical practice is they have these little flaps on the domino. So if you register the flap against the end of a board, you know that it's precise that since the flap was touching on one board and flap was touching on the other board, you can put those both together with a super tight mortise mm-hmm. and it'll fit together perfectly. Okay. If you're doing something like gluing a panel up, mm-hmm. you actually want to do one side of the board tight, one loose, so that you have ah, a little side-to-side Yes, slop. yeah.
1: Because I know most biscuit joiners will give you like a little bit of... You can move the yeah, biscuits... Yeah, like a
0: quarter-inch or half-inch Exactly, or Exactly,
1: something. but it's most like... But the 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 height measurement i guess like the thinnest part of your phone to use your analogy that yeah. will always be tight right like you can't there's no play Correct. in that yes yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah Yeah. and that and you don't you want that yes to be tight that way when yeah. you line your boards up they're perfectly yeah. flush with yeah. each other yeah.
1: yeah that makes sense cool i did not know that so that's good to know
0: yeah speaking of tools well I probably thought I was going to insult somebody. Yeah, that's how you're going to insult I me. I got a new tool that I've been exercising a lot recently, Ooh. and I've gotten a lot of questions on oh. it. And it's the Craig Track Saw. Oh, okay. But I think I'm going to save my review for the after
1: show. Yeah, it makes sense. What are we coming at? We're yeah. already a minute or an hour, a minute. <laughs> We're an I'm hour and four minutes into this podcast.
0: Yeah, we are. Yeah, in the the live stream shutdown, we gotta—I don't know—figure out what happened over there.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll look into that after the show's done because we definitely need to fix that.
0: Yeah, we. I well, need while to you were that. changing, <laughs> <laughs> while you were changing out of your beautiful windbreaker, I already plugged everything that people need to do. Perfect. So
1: we can just immediately head over to the after. Did show. you tell them to send voice notes?
0: No, but send voice notes. <laughs> okay, all
1: right. Good thing, Good thing I checked. Good thing I checked.
0: All right, everybody. We will see you at the after show or next week.
1: Yes, we will. See you, everybody.
0: See ya.